0: Hey everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here, and we're joined by Tim Pichot, the Liberty Advisor, a certified financial planner. And you will not want to leave this video window right now, my friends. We have something really big to go into that goes back many, many decades, in fact, a century. Have you ever heard of the Conference Board? The Conference Board has been this organization, semi-shadow government organization that's partially private, partially government. Sounds familiar. Sounds kind of like the Fed. And has been involved in some of the biggest economic moves in the last century. And right now the shadow government e organization is calling for the potential of a recession, a ninety nine percent chance of recession. And this is a pretty big statement by so this entity that has worked with governments around the world has worked with presidents for a century has been involved with Woodrow Wilson everyone from Woodrow Wilson to Ford to Bush junior and senior and of course Biden and in the past they when they call for a recession they meant it the last two times were 2008 and 2020 and now as of February of 2023, of course, it is now the end of April, but as of February 2023, they predict a 99% chance of recession. And we are going to go into this and more today, my friends, and you won't want to go anywhere. This entity is something that we all need to know about, and most people are completely unaware this entity even exists. So we're going to go into what their predictions are as well as their History. But before we do, my friends, I urge people to check those links below. Go and check out that bit.ly link for Tim Pacho, the Liberty Advisor Certified Financial Planner. Of course, you could get a free initial consultation, a free portfolio review with him if you go and sign up at that link. As long as you're in the United States, you can protect your assets. You can protect yourself against a great reset, but go sign up first and don't wait until it's too late. And also, as always, my friends, check out HeavensHarvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-GMO as well as organic, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of these products, and especially considering Um, you know, we are in, we're facing down a supply chain crisis on top of an inflationary situation. You're actually saving money, three months of storeable food, which is what experts warn people should have in a supply chain crisis. Um, three months is only $551. Uh, again, think of how much you would usually spend on breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks for three months. Seeds will last you a lifetime. Don't wait until it's too late. Don't wait until the shelves are empty. Prepare yourself, prepare your family for what's coming next. Again, that's heavensharvest.com. Use code WAM, And we also have WAMSurvival.com. You save a bunch of money if you go to us on there for long-term storable foods. Anyways. Let's get into this, so we have the Conference Board, the shadow government organization that's been involved in Bretton Woods, the Marshall Plan, the IMF, predicting that we are at a 99% probability rate of a recession. So we are going to go to Tim right away here, Um, We'll get into the history soon, Tim, but what is the significance of this prediction by such a huge shadow government-ish organization like the Conference Board?
1: Well, thanks, Josh. Well, if you could scroll down a little bit. uh, Now, first off, it's not exactly a prediction as much as... So it's not like you've got a bunch of economists sitting around prognosticating on what exactly... you know If there's going to be a recession or not, because we know that economists have a terrible time of trying to predict recessions. Now, uh, I'm not sure if it's on this one, it might actually be on the actual um, uh, methodology, but there are a lot of different indicators that they use. And so you're going to use a like, different like, manufacturing indexes and certain mm-hmm. um, we'll, we'll get that pulled up to see exactly what uh, constitutes this uh, leading e- economic indicator. But this is not like other indicators where you've seen, you know, like the yield curve uh, inverting because you know I, I forgot the exact uh, saying is, but the yield curve is you know predicted like 20 out of the last four recessions. So there's been lots of times where the yield curve has been uh, inverted. Now maybe not 20, I just sort of made that mm-hmm. up. But the point is, there's been lots of times where a recession hasn't necessarily happened. Now obviously they're rigging the numbers and they're going through and they're changing the definition of recessions and they're changing the inputs and they're. Changing what the definition of inflation is, then rigging the inflation numbers, and then the inflation number then ties into the uh, GDP, which then you know two negative quarters of GDP growth or I guess contraction would be uh, what a recession is. And so, uh, you know, with with that said, one of the examples I've given before is that let's say if you let's say you've got the economy growing at four percent and then you have an inflation at five. Well, four minus five would be a negative 1% contraction. Now, what they do is they rig the inflation number to say, oh, the inflation is only two. Now, that's, you know, historically, obviously right now it's above two even admitted. So if they say it's two and the economy's growing at five, then, you know, five minus two is a three. So there's all these different ways that these are rigged. But when you take a look at the chart, it actually does show uh, that the only times that, they, that the model has indicated recession in the past was 2008, was 2020 briefly and then it, you know fell off a cliff and then basically you know it just happened again and so right. what they're showing is that a 99% chance through their models now it doesn't mean it's 100% but it does mean uh, and you know not to say you know that it's definitely going to happen but you know with all the things right. because everything you, know, you can look at things in a microcosm, but I'm more of a macro guy of looking at things from a 100,000-foot view. And mm-hmm. When you take a look at a 100,000-foot view, you've got manufacturers that aren't putting in as many orders. You've got uh, all sorts of different uh, basically leading economic indicators that are showing that businesses are tightening up their purse strings. And Part of that is because you're seeing this credit contraction that Josh and I reported on yesterday in a video that's up right now where it was showing how the banks aren't, uh, are basically pulling credit. And part of the reason they're pulling credit is investors are pulling deposits. And so why are people going to keep their money at a bank earning like 0.1% interest when you can go put it in a three month treasury bill for almost 5%. I mean, you'd have to be, uh, you know, I guess try to keep it a family friendly show, but you'd have to be very stupid in order to give up, especially when you're talking about people that are worth, uh, you know, Tens of millions of dollars or billions of dollars. Like, why would I think even Elon had a quote about that, a tweet about this? But why would you keep your money in the bank earning 0.1 when you've got all this? You know, one of these big mega conglomerates when you can go get four or five percent risk-free. Now, you don't want to keep your money in treasuries or the bank forever because then you're going to go broke sure. safely. But you know, there are some tactical reasons
0: why you might want to do that now. Well, I, I kind of want to get into um, their reason for predicting this. So um, again, and we're going to get into the history in a moment, but it says the most re- recent recession probability estimate. Based on our probability model, and I can pull that model up right away, remain near 99%, pointing to the likelihood of a recession in the US within the next 12 months. This is consistent with our view that economic weakness will intensify and spread more widely through the U.S. economy over the coming months, leading to a recession starting in mid-2023. While U.S. GDP growth defied expectations <laughs> – it's all fake, <laughs> it's smoke and mirrors – in late 2022 and early 2023 data has shown unexpected strengths, uh, we continue to forecast that GDP growth to contract is to contract for three consecutive quarters starting – In the second quarter of 2023, despite being uh, despite better than expected consumer spending recently, the Federal Reserve's interest rate hikes and tightening monetary policy will lead to a recession in 2023. And if you look at their uh, probability uh, modeling here. It says U.S. recession probability reaches 96% heading into Q4, and that was uh, September of 2022. And they show how they kind of um, have done these probability uh, and uh, probabilities in the past from uh zero to one. It and shows- I, I do have those economic indicators that they are looking at pulled up now on my phone. So we've got
1: the leading economic indicators are for the U.S. include average weekly hours in manufacturing, average weekly initial claims for unemployment insurance. Manufacturers new orders for consumer goods and materials, the ISM index of new orders, manufacturer new orders for non-defense capital goods, excluding aircraft orders, building permits for new private housing units, the S&P 500 index of stock prices, a leading credit index, interest rate spreads, so that's a 10-year treasury bonds less the federal funds rate. And then the average consumer expectations for business conditions. And so when you put Mm. all those things into their algorithm, uh, you know, it is showing a 99% chance of recession, but what, but I had never, I'd heard of this conference board. It's one of these things that, you know, you hear about it, you read it. I just figured it was part of the government, but then I started just researching around. I'm like, wait a minute, it seems like, okay, back in 1996, the government uh basically contracted them to use their leading economic indicators as part of their official analysis they also were the ones who helped develop the consumer price index uh, which actually before that was a cost of living the cost of living adjustments, which then became the CPI. Now, obviously, that's been rigged over the years. We've covered that numerous times and numerous shows. And, um, and this organization goes back to, I believe it was the 1910s. 1916, uh, you've yes. Got, yeah, you've got, uh, you know, the, I think one of the top guys at GE helped form it. But it's got this nebulous name, like the Conference Board. I'm like, what is the Conference Board? And then I started looking into this. I'm like, man, these guys had their hands in Brenton Woods, which helped then, uh, you know, past the uh, International Monetary Fund, and also the World Bank. They had their hands in the Marshall Plan. They had their hands in also... Uh, and actually, I think one of their news publications is called Foreign Affairs, which Foreign Affairs is also the same name that the Council on for Foreign Relations calls their periodicals as well. So- yeah, and
0: they're involved in the IMF, and they're involved in... Um, I've, I've seen some details regarding the ESF. They're involved in uh, you know, things like... uh the forefront well, of all ESG, the ESGs. Yeah, yeah. ESG, and um, they have their own uh, umbrella... Uh, basically corporation in um, in Europe regarding ESG. And they are big promoters of, of cashless society. They're big promoters of the, COP, the move into COP28 and the environmental lobby and, of course, the technocracy that comes with that. They are really deeply entrenched in this. And it's interesting when you see their history. There, there There's the CED collaborating with uh, JFK in the photo on the screen. It's interesting when we see You know all these correlations, but
1: CED was the conference uh, economic development, which also then then merged with the conference board. So when we use these, it's sort of interchangeably. Right, right,
0: yeah. So, but what I find interesting though is that, um, you know, when they're this closely correlated with all these major economic powerhouses and politics, et cetera, worldwide, it's funny to see them say, you know, we have like a ninety-nine percent chance of recession most likely, according to our probability models. And at the same time, as we're hearing like the most mainstream economists and people at the Federal Reserve and elsewhere say, oh, there's no sign of a recession in our lifetime. But these are the people that are kind of entrenched. I think under, just under, said under, it's in the to be a shadows. mild
1: recession, which yeah. also Ben Bernanke, I like to call him Osama Ben Bernanke, said that in 2007. So yeah, yeah. Mean, it
0: is you know, par for the course. They, well, he said it literally, I think, a couple months before Bernanke said it, a couple months before the recession. And, you know, I, I find it interesting because, I mean, back in 2022, we did see two negative quarters of GDP at one point. But, of course, they never called it a recession because they wanted to change definition because we're changing the definition of everything nowadays. Man, woman, you know, uh, capitalism and socialism and whatever it might be, liberalism. And it's all different definitions. We and all had a video
1: four years ago uh, that was called "The Case for No More Recession's Ever," where basically the premise of that video is they're just going to change the definition. Now we talk about the inputs of inflation and right. the GDP data, but then also said, "Hey, they might just change the definition, or if yeah. you can rig the numbers, then you can rig, you know, whether or not you're even going to have a recession." And that was on the World Turn of Media
0: YouTube channel before it got deleted, but yeah, not, yeah, yeah. about
1: four years ago. So
0: yeah, no, and I just find it really uh, interesting. To see, oh, they're involved in social justice, going back to the 1960s. Oh, they were involved with Martin Luther King.
1: Consumer Confidence Index. Yeah. The CEO Business Confidence Index as well. If it looks
0: like a duck and it, it talks like, or quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. And by the looks of it, this is a shadow government organization that is deeply entrenched in governments worldwide, not just in the United States, and heavily involved in the economy. And that tells us almost everything we need to know about what their intentions are. But with that said... You know, you have these globalists that are saying that we're walking dead set into a major recession, while this is the websites. biggest people in the Federal Reserve. Yeah. This is their website, yeah. Um, it, U.S. President Gerald Ford addresses members of the Conference Board again. JFK, HW, yeah, and, and, W Bush, and yeah. we see we see these guys Reagan. saying this one thing while the Fed is saying another thing, and again, it just shows that. They'll quietly admit the truth, but you have to go digging for it before you're you're going to find it. Oh, they have Brussels' office that uh, that opened on January 1st, 1977. It's almost like they knew 20 years after that that the European Union would be formed. See, I, I think that, you know, there's no coincidences here. And... You know, with their involvement in the Marshall Plan, the IMF, and uh, Bretton Woods, and all these globalist institutions that have caused so much trauma and so much damage to the public over such a long period of time, plus inflation, all that kind of stuff, I can't help but think that, you know, it's, it's, convenient that almost no one talks about this conference board. I mean, I've never the CEO, heard is, the CEO used this. to be the CEO of uh, Office Depot, um, the current CEO, but he, um, he he contributes to CNBC. And I, I found a few images of him on CNBC talking, which I wish I didn't exit out of before this video, but um, he's on CNBC talking and they show former CEO of Office Depot, former CEO of um, what was the other one? There's another major, major company that he was on. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, the one that ca- the BLM people kept burning down in uh, 2020. Uh, what was it called? The the auto autozone auto autozone auto autozone auto zone, zone. Auto zone. yeah. So it reminds
1: right. me of uh who was the guy that was running for pre- uh, Herman Cain whenever he'd be up there be like God Godfather's Pizzas CEO. Yeah. Meanwhile form- he worked
0: with the Federal Reserve yeah <laughs> not like a,
1: oh we're gonna never mind the fact that you know he's a former Federal Reserve governor we're just yeah. gonna call him like the pizza guy so yeah
0: no this this rings back to me like it uh, <laughs> reminds me a lot of when I first started. Reporting on the Exchange Stabilization Fund, which is a war chest, which was funded with the gold seized also on top of the IMF back in around 1933. Um, And when I first found out about that, I was like, how does how do I not know about this? This is like a huge war chest that that has enormous amounts of power and you're not allowed to talk about uh, about the you know what they do if you open up a book it's confidential so if you find a book on them it's confidential and you start talking publicly about it you could be sued just for talking about what's written in the book and you know I've, i find it really interesting that I keep hearing about all these corporations over the years and years go by and I'm reporting on this stuff or when I've, I've been researching this stuff since 2006 and I'm still finding out stuff like this all the time. Imagine the level of government institutions that are shadow government institutions, dark money institutions that are deep down uh, in the shadows that we don't yet know about. What do you think, Tim?
1: This is all about building consensus. I mean, ultimately these big shadowy institutions is about getting other CEOs, other corporate leaders on board with what the world agenda is, what the cronius agenda is. And then trying to build consensus amongst them. So then that way, everything else gets pushed down to the peers. I mean, just look at the whole pandemic rollout where all of a sudden, you know, everyone had the stickers to go six feet apart and everyone all of a sudden had all the plastic up and all the marketing, everything was just all ready to be rolled out. And so, you know, when you've got uh, organization like this and you've got, you know, other shadow organizations like the Council on Foreign Relations, uh, you know, not to get into their entire history, but you've got these different organizations that are all more or less consensus-building organizations, where uh, you know it's not like there's like one guy like Hitler at the top telling everybody what to do, but they're trying to make it normalize everything to seem like oh this is you know the directions right. everything headed. And if you can get you know the top couple people in any organization or get the top guy, and then he has his other foot soldiers carry that out. Uh, you know, you don't need to have every single person in on it. You just have, you know, some of the top business leaders. Uh, but, you know, I think the more important thing about this organization, particularly as it relates to this video and how we found out about this today, is, you know, they have predicted the last two recessions down to a T. It's not like these other indicators that have predicted, you know, you know, three times as many recessions as happened. And you don't have to
0: be a genius to predict these recessions because it's pretty obvious that they're coming. It's more that that is such a big organization. They're so deeply entrenched within government and, um, of course, globalist organizations and, of course, politics and economic powerhouses bank worldwide. Deposits
1: are absolutely collapsing that we yeah. saw
0: yesterday on video. And yeah. so
1: if banks deposits are collapsing, then banks can't then lend more money off those deposits because now they're in contraction mode of like, oh, crap, like now we need to go bring more uh, more assets into the mix. And so then that way we can pay for ongoing expenses. And so at the top level. The only reason the plates keep spinning, and not to say this again, like I mentioned yesterday, is if the government or the Federal Reserve or the Treasury issues more debt. They have to keep issuing more and more debt because money ultimately is or currency, our version of currency that was created December 23rd, 1913 is based off of debt. It's a debt unit that's not even ours, Mm -hmm. that's owed back to the Federal Reserve, that's a private organization. And it was only what, three years after the creation of the Fed, this conference board is created and nobody talks about it. I mean, we've you know, been around alternative media for a while and I've never heard anybody else on the alternative media economic space ever bring this up. And, and really when I was just clicking through an article, I'm like, you know, conference board, I keep seeing the conference board, it makes it seem like some official thing. And I go to click on it and see it's a, uh, basically it's a nonprofit that is a consensus building organization that is you know probably putting out real information to its members, but they know the average person is not going to go on their website, not going to go look at all this stuff, just like the Foreign Affairs, Council for Relations, they can put out all their stuff. The Bank right. International Settlements can put everything on their website. The well, Federal Reserve Tim, can put Tim everything on their website.
0: Tim, it's very similar to, um, you know, for example, JP Morgan, will, which will put out private memos to their clients and say, hey, go buy some Bitcoin while saying on the news, Bitcoin's terrible, no one should buy Bitcoin. It's always the same thing. You get the little client letters that these institutions give out that you know will say one thing and it'll be the opposite of. Of what they say uh, in public and uh, so it's interesting these guys are probably in some way working with the Fed and you know people like uh, Powell and Janet Yellen and uh, are probably having conversations with them and they're saying hey it's gonna happen and they then publicly you have these mouthpieces that people actually do listen to unlike um, the you know the, the I mean, Jamie Dimon. I mean
1: Jamie Dimon in September <laughs> 2017 was saying that he would fire any trader that he even found out was even trading Bitcoin even on their own accord because it would be such a stupid thing that he would just immediately fire anybody and then you know calling it a big scam and then now all of a sudden uh, you know J.P. Morgan's rolling out different crypto things and has their own blockchain projects and uh you know so right. it's, it's all this you know we needed to go bastardize. Uh, this, bring it down, so then that way their people can go scoop it up later. Because ultimately, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies as a whole, more than likely privacy coins, are the trump card are the hedge against everything else that's going on including in the, the cdc because in the past the central banks had us by the you know what but now there is another answer but i mean again gold and silver not financial advice but there are escape hatches, and they're trying to shut those escape hatches down as quickly as possible so that way there are no off ramps and that way everybody is going to be beholden to the big uh, you know mega banks
0: yeah and now this isn't financial advice but you know guys i've been a big fan of this for quite some time and it's epic cash and you can find out more about them on epic cash community on telegram and the reason i mentioned and I'm not paid by them. It's, it's because that th- this is a privacy coin that's actually um, truly encrypted and it's on the MimbleWimble Wimble protocol and it helps us withdraw from the technocratic CBDC system. But all the while, I also urge people, you know, gold and silver physically having that uh, and not putting all your eggs in one basket is incredibly important too. And having food and having water and shelter and ammo and all these different things, they all come down to the same circumstances. We need to actually be able to on ramp though into some of these things before, before they're banned, before the banks completely ban. Anyone from even attempting to buy some of these uh, alternative currencies, and a lot so, of and a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, how are we? If they ban everything, like, how are we going to
1: get it when the system collapses? How are we going to get it back into the system?" Well, when the system collapses, the last thing you're going to want to do is put your money back into Zimbabwe dollars, which will be what the U.S. dollars at that point. It'll be people transacting outside the system because the system will have collapsed. Now, obviously, there's paying rents and mortgages and things like that. But even in this whole grid-down scenario, what they eventually have coming. Uh, you know, it really is this like Mad Max type environment. Now, I think the privacy coins, once the CBDC is unleashed and actually out there, I think people will then have a, a quick lesson in why these things are important because the average yeah. person has no idea what a CBDC is. I was speaking at a conference in October at a crypto panel at an alternative investment conference for financial advisors on a crypto panel with one of Anthony Scaramucci's guys. I asked the audience, how many of you have heard of a central bank digital currency or CBDC before? Now, this is advisors at an alternative investment conference at a crypto panel and maybe 10 percent raise their hand so you've got these more right. affluent advisors who they don't even know that this stuff is happening and so how the hell does the average person know that this is coming but they're eventually they're going to know and by the time they do know a lot of these there will be you know probably a few winners in all this but these winners will in my opinion probably just go through the roof roof but obviously with twenty thousand cryptos you know it's hard to pinpoint exactly which one but you know but just yeah. looking at where things are going the average person just has no idea why they should even look at this. They have no idea what a CBDC is or right. privacy coin, but you know people learn quickly, and necessity is the mother of all uh, innovation. And they will be absolutely. It will be absolutely necessary for them to get a quick education on this. And when everybody gets educated on this, the price of uh, you know privacy coins and cryptocurrencies will probably just go through the roof.
0: Absolutely. I, I completely agree. And at the end of the day, look, we're looking at all sorts of different solutions Do for your the problems research. that are not, created. Not, yeah, investment it's not, not investment, not financial advice. And again... Yeah, we're talking about decentralized, privacy-based pull away from the system that is enslaving us with the cash of society, bringing us uh, us into a great reset under a new economic order of things like bricks and, of course, carbon credits and social credit and all that kind of stuff. (coughs) And what that leads to overall is a complete control over mankind. The ECB's president, uh, Christine Lagarde, admitted on camera to a prankster um, that was pretending to be Zelensky, which we reported on a few, uh, about a month ago, who, who himself is pretending it was, to be the president. Yeah, admitted Sorry. that, um, she, like Christine Lagarde, admitted that CBDCs are about control. And of course they are. No one's questioning that. The reality is it's never what they, of course, are going to pre- present it as. They'll present it as a solution for the very problems they created in the first place. And first, they need a crisis. They need World War Three. They need a supply chain crisis. They need energy crisis. They need a housing crisis. They need a banking crisis. They need, you know, Know, the economy to implode, they need inflation. They need, you know, um, little boys wearing dresses for the point of demoralization. They need eugenics. They need all these things, and they all play into the same agenda. It's all one big puzzle, and it's one big chessboard. And they want to c- are kill you to, and control everything at the same time. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to sacrifice all the pawns, and and they think of you as a pawn for the king and the queen. So we need to get prepared in that way. And as always, my friends, if you want to become a client of Tim Petrots over at the Liberty Advisor, of course you could go and check out that Bitly link in the description. And if you go there, you can get a free initial consultation, a free portfolio review. And I urge people to do that today if you are in the United States. And don't wait until it's too late. Of course, that's all in the description of this video. And we also have heavensharvest.com for long-term durable food that's non-GMO as well as organic heirloom seeds. Uh, we have water filtration and storage. We have books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of these products in the U.S. And even if you don't qualify, I still urge you to use code WAM. Again, this could save your life. Talk about a way to you know give yourself some form of wealth insurance, that this is the original food or the original currency, which is food and having something that backs you up when the supply chain inevitably collapses because it's a controlled collapse, because it's a false flag to bring us into the Great Reset, because it's a false flag to bring us into a CBDC system. It's so important for you and your family to be prepared by going and purchasing some of this stuff today, not later, versus inflation, all that kind of stuff, and seeds can feed you for the rest of your life. Experts say you need at least three months of storable food, in a supply chain crisis in order to survive what's coming. So again, my friends, we have solutions. We have an abundance of them. We have the line energy link if you want, you know, batteries and solar panels. Um, Can I make one more comment on the seeds?
1: So just yesterday, I planted a garden for my chickens, actually, and I live in a pretty inhospitable environment out in the desert that that runs (coughs) up against a mountain that the ground is basically, uh, you know complete mountain rock. But what we're doing now is we're actually going to grow food for the chickens. And so people right. think like, okay, yeah, I mean, they think about themselves and their immediate need and their family. But if you have something like a chicken that is going to be able to produce the eggs, we talk about not having all our eggs in one basket. Well, yeah. also learn like what the chickens, what can grow in your area, what won't grow, I mean, different methods. When you can't you, go to the
0: store and buy chicken feed. Yeah, because you don't
1: yeah. want, and chicken feed is super expensive if you want to get the organic stuff. So I mean, yeah. we're, I mean, one of these bags is probably like 45 bucks. So I mean, when you're talking about doing that every single week, I mean, it's not a money saving endeavor it's a saving your life but if you can grow the feed then it can be a money saving yeah, endeavor and guess what learn how to do it before you have to do it because when you have to do it your life is going to depend on it whereas right now my life doesn't depend on it and so i'm able to do trial and error you know see what works right. what doesn't work
0: right well i mean it's like giving a man a fish and he eats tonight but uh, uh you teach a man to fish and he'll feed himself for a lifetime and it's one of those things you have chickens you have You have obviously seeds and plants and things that you could grow and be sustainable with, and they give out more seeds so you could go and plant those. And then that, I mean, there's no reason you can't have abundance for life without having to succumb to the Great Reset, eat the bugs, drink the sewage, and of course, eat the mRNA meat um, agenda. There's no reason you have to succumb to that. So again, there's so many options. We have heavensharvest.com. Again, that's code WAM, W-A-M. And of course, we have things like whamsurvival.com for long-term survival foods as well. You save a bunch of money if you go through us on there. Lion Energy, where you can get um, you know batteries and solar panels. You could get um, a whole bunch of generators and stuff like that that helps you stay sustainable versus the control collapse of the energy grid, which is a huge problem that we're witnessing today. And of course, As always, we have options as far as health goes, so let me bring that up on the screen for you guys. This is rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetrile Online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, world without cancer. Get your apricot seeds, laetril, amygdalin, and vitamin B 17 there. Don't wait until it's banned. Don't wait until it's too late. They're trying to mass murder us, my friends, and it's best to stock up on this while we still can. And, of course, we have uh, the Clear phone where you can go and um, get a privacy-based smartphone where you get all the normal um, of course, uh, you know, apps that you would usually get, but it, it doesn't collect your information, doesn't track and trace you. It is decentralized. You hold your own private key. It's faster than the average Android and has full national coverage It's de-googled, uses Linux, etc. So go check that link in the description An honorable mention. We have a Tim has a shirt that says it's all a lie on it and it shows vaccines and the monetary system and all that kind of stuff. And um, you could go and get that at learntherisk.org, I believe. You
1: yeah, know, it's a great conversation starter. I was just flying back the other day, and actually the pilot uh, said, "Hey, man, I love your shirt," and started talking to me. So he was, I mean, luckily, I mean, he's probably vaccinated, but you know, when you get the pilot of the plane, you know, an agreement of you, and it's just a good conversation starter. And you know, it leads into everything's a lie. So if someone asks you what's a lie, I mean, you go into whatever your niche subject is. But uh, yeah, basically, almost every shirt. Birds have aren't is, real, like man.
0: Birds aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I mean, the, you're right. I mean, it's and it's important to go and support. Organizations also like LearnTheRisk.org, which are working to educate people on the issues of vaccines and and more. I mean, they have full histories and breakdowns on there that I urge everyone to go check out. We're not I'm not being paid by LearnTheRisk.org. I just support an organization that isn't filled with um, the the shills that so many anti-vaccine organizations are filled with. And this allows people a way to also help support an organization that's trying to wake up parents and put up billboards and signs everywhere in order to help parents realize what's happening to their children and actually fight against it and not inject their children. Yeah, and not only are we not making any money from it, my girlfriend and I are actually spending a lot of
1: money to try to keep everything going so it's the yeah. exact opposite while getting lots of attacks from shills
0: within the uh, uh, Of course, yeah. There's there's no shortage of the shills that will go on the attack um, in all of these truth communities, unfortunately. But anyway, I really appreciate everyone watching. Go and check those links in the description today. Become a client of Tim's. Get your storable food. Get prepared now for what's coming next because the basis of humanity is individual responsibility which is freedom it's all the same it's synonymous and we need to learn that in order to make you know strides towards success later on and prevailing against a great reset in the years that come as they build this tower a babble and we have these shadowy organizations working against us in so many ways while openly admitting what they're about to do and what's about to happen so Anyways, if you want to help uh, support us in any way, I'm going to New York City right away. Then I'm going to England and I'm reporting on 15-minute cities and protests, etc. So I urge people if they can help me. Uh, I mean, I spend all my own money on this. I don't make any money off this, so I could really appreciate. I really appreciate any help I could get. There's gogetfunding.com, Patreon, subscribe star. There's a Bitcoin address and there's a CoinTree link with a bunch of different cryptocurrencies that you could donate in, if you please. And I truly, truly appreciate the people that are out there that watch us that appreciate what we do and appreciate helping us get his on the ground record it before the revisionists have their way with it so as you know i've reported on, from minefields i've reported from protests all over the world from middle east to the you know europe to england to all over the place Literally, when nobody was doing it yeah literally when no one was doing it i was the only guy at the, that wasn't italian that was at these italian uh protests in places like milan and same with in amsterdam and same with in um, places like paris so if you want to help support us we get on the ground and we actually do the work that can be very dangerous and put us in very physical a lot of physical danger so we have those ways that you can help donate below and we truly appreciate anything we could you could get us uh as far as that goes of course um we are on we have an epic fund me campaign where you can donate an epic cash privacy coin based on the mimble wimble protocol and of course, we have the Teespring store with merchandise, and of of course, Rockfin, World Alternative Media. We have a newsletter, www.imband.com. You could go and find uh, the Liber- Liberty Advisor official chat on Telegram, as well as the Liberty Advisor on Telegram, as well as you can find Wham on Telegram, World Alternative Media. Um, we're on band off video, rumble and bright. at world alternative media. We're on hive steam. It and vigilante TV at, at Josh Sigurdsson. and on the bad guys, TikTok and Instagram world alternative media, Twitter and get her at at world alt media. And you can of course go and get, find us on, uh, like the bad guys, but, uh, you know, there's things like YouTube, which you'd think we wouldn't be on and we're not technically, but I do have a channel called ancient wonders that has my face as the profile image. So make sure you get the right one. Cause someone, stole my name and is now making a bunch of ancient civilization videos and uh, outdoing me as far as subscribers go. This has been a lot of work and I've risked my life going all around the world while this guy's sitting on his butt making two or three minute clickbait videos about the pyramid. So I urge people to go and subscribe to me on there. That's Ancient Wonders on YouTube where I go all over the place and I have many documentaries coming up On that. Of course, we are on all the major podcast platforms Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. Go give us a follow on there and like. And of course, as always, my friends, hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell, and hit subscribe if you have not yet already. Until next time, live by example, live freely, check those links in the description. Let's start standing up for our very humanity today and not wait until it's too late and we have. All of our, you know, regrets for not actually doing something for humanity in the first place. I, I appreciate everyone watching. Go check out Ch- uh, Tim's link in the description. And until next time, this is Josh Erickson and Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth. Be the change.